You've got such yours. a fucking diva. I am Petty Lupone now. It's true. <laughs> yep. All right. We all know that the only thing better than one gay is two. Welcome to this week's episode of The Old, The Young, and The Gay Zoo with this week's special guest, Jason McShee. Yeah. Hello. You know the drill. We're here. here to provide our opinions, which are our own, but feel free to take notes because they're the right ones. I am Jesse. I live to serve as your anti-Karen hockey mom, the resident old. I am Tori Seymour. I'm keeping you young, keeping you vibrant. I am the, I'm just going to say that I'm the sixth Kardashian Jenner at this yeah. point in time. Like I'm not even waiting for approval. You're like I, my you Olay Regenerous. I just it's am. Amazing. <laughs> uh, I am still your run of the mill gay Aaron. And I am super happy to introduce Jason, who usually goes by Jace, but I am the only one who calls him Jason. Jason McSheehy, welcome to the podcast. Woo! Thank you. Thank this you. Is it. This is as what? What just happened? Uh, I just said I'm excited to be here. I don't know what happened everywhere else. Oh my God. <laughs> that was well good. I'm glad we got the awkward po uh, pause out of the way early. Right. Right. That was good. That was nice. We all took a breath at the same time. Uh, Jason, why don't you tell us a little? Jace, sorry. Jace, really? Like, yeah. I actually spell Aaron... it J A Y C E. Yeah. But oh, okay. Jason likes, or Aaron likes to pretend, Jason, Aaron likes to pretend like he's my mom and call me by my first and middle name. Oh. Except he doesn't, he uses the wrong middle name because he knows I'm Irish. So he calls me Jason Patrick. Yes. Um, He does that <laughs> to works. all of us, which is interesting. <laughs> and he only does it like, I, I, I feel like with guys anyway, he only does it with fake or real, I guess, Irish middle names. Because I'm just thinking we have a we have a coworker that he calls Matthew Ryan all the time, but that really is his name. So you're the I one mean, who calls him Matthew Ryan. No, I have never done that my whole life. That is a lie. Are you are you sure that you know me? Jace, 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 tell us about yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm a musician and a writer and a graphic designer. I live in well, Gilbert, Arizona, which is a little ways out of Phoenix. Um, yeah, I'm married. I have two dogs, and uh, yeah, just doing my thing out here in the in the desert sun. What kind of musician are you? I write electronically. I write electronic dance music, but <laughs> oh, I do shit. play piano and I write other stuff. But yeah, and I used to do jingles for commercials. <sighs> Did you do anything that we ever heard? Probably not. Most of it was for Southern California, but there was one that was on the radio all the time for Alvarez Jaguar. It was a car dealership and yeah. it was hilarious because I would get text messages constantly from my friends going, we just heard your jingle. We die. I'm like, I know it's on every five minutes. Stop that. <laughs> ah, that's excellent. That's fun. I love that. <laughs> I appreciate that it's for a Jaguar. Like at least it's like high end. It'd be worse if it was like, oh, there's that Kia commercial I did. Uh, the guy who owned the dealership too, uh, Mr. Alvarez, he, uh, I don't even know his first name because we were required to call him Mr. Alvarez. Um, <laughs> thought he was Ooh. thought he was the guy who ran Fantasy Island. He seriously <gasps> thought he was Montalban. Like, he was Ricardo Montalban. Oh my God, it, that's amazing. He was hilarious. He had the accent. He had the demeanor. He always wore like very nice suits. And yeah, he totally thought he was running Fantasy Island. Oh, but did he have a little person running around him at all times? He, That's, he, he did not. <laughs> that guy killed well, himself. has no idea what we're talking about right no, now. No, no. Sitting here quietly. <laughs> yeah, see, and 
now we have yet again identified. We need to get a guest who belongs in the young so that Aaron and I can sit here and, and uh, yeah. you belong I mean, in the young. What are you talking about? Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> I may not know what you're talking Island. about. The the vibe though, I can resonate with that vibe. Like I <laughs> I want to get to that vibe. Uh, that would be, if someone stole my iPad and they looked through my games and my movies and the books I read and things like that, they would swear they'd stolen the iPad of a 10-year-old boy. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I watch nothing but animated and kids' movies, and I read young adult fiction because I write young adult fiction and the music, everything. You would swear you stole the iPad of a 12-year-old or something. Aaron, why didn't you bring Jace to us sooner? So tell us about your authorship too. What do you write? Oh, no, 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 nothing published yet. Nothing published yet. And not ready to talk about the book yet. So Ooh, well. it's disappointment. I'm sorry, but no, no, that's okay. No, no, it's fine. No big deal. Whatever. Uh, that's wow. awesome. Actually, you're clearly, well, you're clearly a very creative person. That's very cool. I am not. So I, I revere that in others. Uh, it's time to I revere people time. who can do math. So <laughs> weird. Me too. So like, I'm not sure what I can do. <laughs> well, um, one way I get my creative juices flowing is alcoholic beverages. <laughs> even though I am not drinking today, I am drinking a McDonald's Diet Coke, which is scientifically proven to be the best Diet Coke. Yes. I would disagree with that, but. Oh my God. Why must you be so contrary? Well, it, it's truth. Diet Coke. That's why. Well, right, but you're gonna drink a Diet Coke. Diet Coke. McDonald's Diet Coke is the one that you want. Mm -hmm. Is it? Absolutely. It yeah, is. It has the secret 100%. syrup. 100%. Mm -hmm. It has more sugar in it, and then the straw is larger, so when you drink, you get more carbon, and then therefore, <sighs> it tastes better. Are you so scientific mm -hmm. That's wow. impressive. I never thought about the straw aspect, but you're absolutely right about that. Yeah. And just, quick, That's and just a quick- That's science. Just a quick disclaimer, you get more carbonation, not carbon. McDonald's does not put carbon in there. Oh yeah, drinks. we're not, we're <laughs> not uh, drinking carbon dioxide and dying. <laughs> it makes me think of like uh, pencils. Like, I don't know why, like you're chewing on graphite through your, whatever, Never mind. I'll be over here. Uh, clearly I have not, I've either not had enough alcohol or too much. Um, I am going to have a Strongbow Rose Apple. Um, it's a little sample -y can that I'm not going to lie, I found in the back of my fridge and I have no clue how old it is. <laughs> so it could be really good or it could be really bad. We'll see. That sounds worrisome. Um, I <laughs> have decided to go with, and I wish this wasn't just a podcast so everybody could see it, but everybody should look for it. It's a little brewery from Madison and it's called Fantasy Factory. And the it's an IPA, it's delicious. But the greatest thing is is that it has a unicorn with a kitty riding it on the label. Yep. As it um, as it should. Right. I mean, I can't pass by something like that and not buy it. And then I can't also not immediately send it to Jason because Jason, like if you knew him better, you would know. I'm kind of surprised he's not wearing something unicorn. Like, yeah. He has Just a unicorn pulls a right unicorn. there. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple yeah, unicorns. Love it. Nice. He you has can't... a sweatshirt of a unicorn you... puking a rainbow. Oh, no. It's yeah. puking and shitting rainbow. It's, oh, it's, yeah. That's right. It's, it's from both ends. Both ends. Nice. 
It's good. So that's what I'm drinking in my special new koozie from Jesse that says, I am a ray of fucking sunshine, which, which I love. Which is a fact. Which is a fact. It is. Oh, I'm just, really I'm just always so excited. Yeah. Um, Jason, what are you drinking? So I am a huge fan of Kona Brewing Company and Kona came out with a line of spiked seltzers. Um, I had the fruit punch earlier, which tasted like watered down fruit punch. That that one was not my favorite. The star fruit lime that I had a minute ago was really good. And now I've moved on to passion fruit orange guava. Oh my. Mm. That's by it's Kona? Good. Yeah, Kona Brewing. Come on, look for that. They're called oh. Kona Spiked Island Seltzers. That sounds delightful. Wow. Mm. They're, they're quite Island good, vibes in Wait, well. Minnesota. Shortly now, any minute now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so it's time for um, our standard top five segment. These are like deep and heavy, okay? Jace actually, I think, put some thought into this, somehow thinking that this was a serious thing that we were doing here. So that's awesome. <laughs> I think it's great, though. We will attempt to eat it. Um, so your, first, your first category, which I also think is delightful, is... Top five movies that I love, but I will never watch again, <laughs> which is now, awesome. See, and I think I could probably come up with a good list of this. So I like that a lot. That's awesome. And, and it could be one of those where it, it was great. But now that you know the ending, like you can't go back and watch it again because the rest of the movie isn't as good because you know the ending. Mm -hmm. yes. Or with yeah. mine, it's ones where the, the acting is amazing. The story is amazing. The topic is rough. And I love the movie, but I can't, I can't do that to myself again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't so, willingly put yourself through that more than once. My mm -hmm. psyche is too fragile to watch that twice. Uh, so walk us through them. What do you got? Okay. Mine are number one would definitely be love, valor, compassion. I can't. I'm trying it's about to remember. Uh, it's about a, Jason Alexander's in it. And it's about a group of <gasps> friends that go to. One of their friends yes. is a choreographer. He's quite wealthy and he's got this beautiful summer house in the Hamptons. So during the summer, they all go to his house. And this is of course in the nineties during, you know, the AIDS pandemic and things like that. And uh, they, uh, a few of them are positive and there is, there's just some tough topics of conversation. And there's a moment when George from Seinfeld, <laughs> Jason Alexander has an absolute just, fucking mental breakdown and you can't you can't watch the scene and not be like have to pause the movie and be blubbery mess for like 30 minutes before picking it back up again like it's awful it's I just horrific it. oh my god wow and it's true because you know what i've only watched that once and i did never watch it again <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to like i wouldn't you're right i'm a dumbass and i went to go see it by myself in the movie theater because no one wanted to go with me so I went and saw this just horrifically depressing movie. And then I got home and no one was home. So I, I cracked open like some beers and I sat there by myself and just had a good cry for a couple hours. Like it was awful. It was terrible. It was, oh. it was not a good day, <laughs> but beautiful movie, like beautiful, beautiful movie about friendship and taking care of your friends and the family you create, not the family you're born with and that sort of topic. Like, Absolutely gorgeous, but oh god, it's rough. It's rough. It's wow, rough. I'm impressed that it's Jason Alexander. Like, I, and I'm not saying this like 
in a snide way, like I assumed he was just a comedic actor, like well, based on that, like Howard the Duck. You could tell he was asked to do it because of the character he was playing. And there are quite a few points in the movie where he is the comedic relief. Hmm, okay. Um, but he I also, he also did it on, I thought he did it on Broadway too. Oh, he may have, he may have. That makes sense. I think he did. No, no, I'm going to Google it while you're talking about it now. I mean, there's a part where he walks out to serve them tea in the garden and he's wearing high heels and nothing but a cook's apron. So and with Jason Alexander in high heels and nothing but a cook's apron is hilarious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, number two, number two would be Philadelphia. Same exact reason. Just can't do that movie again. It it's too hard. It's my party is number three, which is also for the same reasons. It's just too rough. Um, the boy in the striped pajamas. Do you guys know this movie? Yes. Ruined me. Ruined me. Yes. Yes. I did not. I was not warned. I couldn't. I was not warned. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> um, see, I saw I the thought... premise for that movie and I was like, no way I can watch this. There's absolutely no way. I just haven't. But I thought it was about like hope and friendship forming in the most dire and dark of situations, which I thought would be a beautiful story. These two boys make friends through the fence and, you know, whatever. No, no one could prepare me. I, I don't know if I should give spoilers, but. The ending, uh, I did see the ending coming. Uh, it's 12 years old. I feel like you can spoil. I feel like that's fair. So, okay. Well, the, both the boys that you've watched develop this friendship the entire time die at the end. They both mm. die at the end and you're, you're like literally both sitting there. This is one of those movies. Yeah. This is one of those movies where everyone walks out of the movie theater absolutely silent because mm. everybody's trying to figure out what the fuck just happened to themselves. Like they have no idea what just happened. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's interesting because that also came from a book. And I think, gosh, mm -hmm. I don't remember whether I read the book first or saw the movie first, but I did do both. And both of them are equally devastating. And it's just like, seriously. I, you just want to find the author and be like, are you okay? <laughs> like, and and what did we give you that required you to give us this story? Because we are sorry. We are very, very sorry. <laughs> my number five is going to be controversial. My number five is Toy Story 3. But I agree with you, though. I, I think I hurt myself crying. Oh, yeah. It when I watched that movie. It's traumatic. Like, the whole mm -hmm. thing, start oh, to finish, traumatic. Mm -hmm. But it's just, a Toy Story. Yeah. You have to watch that one more than once. You have to. No, 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 no. Um, you will never I've catch everything one, that's in the movie if you don't. Can I fast forward through the really horrific parts and like. <laughs> yeah, or can I go on YouTube and like some 12 year old has cut out all the Easter egg kind of stuff <laughs> and I can just look at that. Because that exactly. I would do. But no, I, I thought you were going to say that you didn't watch it again because you didn't like it. And then I was going to have to like get on a no. plane and come and punch you. But No, I loved it. But so speaking as an adult who is still a toy collector, but, uh, as you guys can see behind me, um, toys are a really important part of my life. And both me and my husband have toys that we have owned since we bought them brand new in the store when we were eight. So... I mean, toys are really important to us, and the whole, that that whole 
sequence of him getting too old for the toys and getting rid of them, which I disagree with strongly, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> and, and uh, oh, the, the movie is just heartbreaking. It's just heartbreaking. I can't, I can't do it. I, I would not argue with that at all. I think that that's a fine choice. Aaron clearly is disappointed in you and may never see you the same way again, but. I mean, I, I, just, I, 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 I it happens on a weekly basis. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's, this is not a new concept. No, I understand like the premise, like I get it. I'm just saying like, I'm one of those people who like, if I think a movie is really, really good and like not super sad, cause like I don't have the attachment that Jason does to toys, right? Like I'm just, that's just not me. Um, Toy Story 3, I've probably watched at least four or five times, like just to catch everything. Like, and I do that with a lot of different movies. Cause like, there's so much stuff that I always miss, like Avengers Endgame. I've watched that, and I'm not even kidding, like probably at least 20 times. Oh, just oh, so I can catch all the little things. Endgame doesn't sure. get like emotional until the last like 20 minutes. Because I was like, I was Endgame, I'm like, okay, like I know people were leaving distraught for this movie, and I was like, okay, that's kind of sad, whatever, let's keep moving on. And it's like the last 20 minutes where I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, does this movie come with a therapy session? Like what? Yeah, wait. Not Infinity War. You're not War, talking about Endgame. Oh, you're, I'm, you're talking, talking, I'm about talking Infinity Wars, War, not Endgame. That's right. Okay. That Infinity Wars is another movie I saw twice in the movie theater. And it's another one I can tell you, the, all of the patrons watching the movie were silent as they walked out. Like, yeah. The only you just movie had this feeling I, of like, what? <laughs> the only movie I could think of like to put on this list was The Sixth Sense. Because like, oh, it was the so well done. Oh, yeah. You cannot watch it a second time because, like, the second time you watch it, you're like, "Well, obviously," because mm -hmm. I'm I'm yeah. not going to spoil it for someone who may not have watched it. But like, all of that guys, yeah, all of that guys' movies are like that. Um, they're fun to watch with somebody who's never seen it, though. Was that M Night Shyamalan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Good. So I mean that that part of it, like, I would watch it again with someone who didn't know what was going on, just because then you could be like, ah, you know, enjoy their revelation. Okay, that's fair. But, but yeah, but if it was on TV, like, no, my husband will watch um, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, what's that stupid one? Oh, God, it's the worst movie where it's one they of his. No, I haven't seen that one. Um, it's the one where it's um, Bryce Dallas Howard and they live. Oh, it's the village. That's what it's called. I was going to say they live in a village. And the plot twist at the end, like. About halfway through the movie, if you're paying any kind of attention at all, you already can see it. Like, it's not as good as, like, The Sixth Sense, where all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God. Like, well, yeah, no. And, and it's, Sixth Sense. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, it's just, like, that my husband will watch that movie over and over and over again. And I'm like, it wasn't amazing the first time. Like, <laughs> how are you enjoying this where the only possible good part was when you were like, oh, no shit. Like, no. Yeah. Just no. See, and with Sixth Sense, I was so happy that no one told me yes. the plot twist. And I feel like that was one of the few movies that I've ever seen that everybody knew that, like, it was just an unspoken rule. Like, you don't give out the plot twist to anybody. Right. Because right. it's so I, just terrible if you do. Yes. I have a really fun story about that movie. So, dating myself, but this is back when we had to stand in line to get a good seat for the movies, because, you know, and, and when a movie came out, there would be multiple lines for different showings 
you know, every 30 minutes or whatever, and, and you'd stand in your line. And so people who had just gone in and, 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 and had just seen the Sixth Sense had come out as a group and they decided to stand right next to our line and start discussing the movie. Oh, what we're the? all standing, we're all standing there Who waiting to go. I screamed, are you fucking kidding me so loud? I think I, I think two of them peed. Like I'm not even joking. And they all kind of turned around and looked at it, looked at us, and I absolutely lit them up. Lit them up to the point that I got applause afterwards from the line we were standing in. <laughs> you gave a TED talk to them. That's impressive. Oh my God. Yes. I couldn't believe they were doing that. I was like, yeah. Do you were you not just fucking standing here two hours ago? What is wrong with you? Like, that's yeah, so that's pretty bad. That's legit. Like they should have a, it's like a, like the opposite of like a blast zone or something where it's like, you know, until you get outside <laughs> this line, like keep your fucking mouth shut. For like real. that's perfect sense. I don't know why nobody ever thought of that before. Cause there are definitely should, movies where like other than that one too, where you're just like, seriously, like I didn't need to know that. pitch that to Marcus cinema. Uh, so we're never going to the movie theater again. So why would I do that? Stop it. <laughs> so that's the that's the only movie you can think of that you love but will never watch again. Yeah, wow. truthfully, I could only come up with I, three because I always watch movies like more than once. Hmm. But you like, came like, up with three, Tori. What are they? Yeah, I came up with three. So Clouds on Disney Plus. It's a new one, and it's about a high schooler who gets cancer and he has a song Ugh. that goes nope. popular. Oh and my God. That so, was real. Yeah. That was real no, life. No, 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 he no. was in high school when I was in high school. And so I remember this song at the same time, uh, this was happening. We had our own student at my high school who had cancer and who had died. And so watching the whole thing, I was ugly crying the, the entire time. My mom, like watch me cry over this movie and she's like turn it off and i was like i can't i have to watch it <laughs> uh, so we'll never watch that movie again okay. and then my next two controversial but the christmas story it oh, was good but it's that. long and yeah. i i can't sit and watch the whole thing and then national lampoon's family vacation funny but <gasps> it's like a dumb funny and the holiday one is oh. way better. So, oh. okay, okay. Folks, I have issues here. I told you. I will one hundred percent agree that the holiday one is better. The yeah. holiday one, and the funniest thing about the holiday one is watching my dad watch it because he thinks it's the funniest movie yeah. on the face of the planet. Yeah. So watching my dad watch it is is makes it even funnier. But I love a family yeah. vacation. Although, like, I, had you said European vacation, I would be totally in agreement because European vacation is not nearly as good as. Oh, I love I European vacation. Really? Oh, that one too. Yes. That one's not necessary. That one did not need to become a movie. There are a lot of movies that didn't need to become movies, but it still <laughs> happened. And yet. So when they made the first one, neither of the two kids could do the second one. So they got two new kids to mm -hmm. be. Rusty and I can't remember the girl's name. Uh, oh. And so he just decided to make it a thing. So in every single movie, the son and daughter are two totally different actors. Like that. Um, oh, is that why? Is it Juliet yeah. Lewis is the daughter in one of them? Yeah, yeah, she's she's the daughter in one of them. Uh, um, the, the guy from the Leonard from the Big Bang Theory. He's this. He's Rusty in one of them. Oh uh, yeah. 
And uh, isn't Anthony Michael Hall rusty in yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <sighs> like, how bad would you feel? So, like, you know, there's, what, four of those movies? So there's eight kids. And, like, what if you're the only one who, like, never turned into anything? You're like you're like the screech of the National Lampoon movies, right? Like you're oh, in jail somewhere, like in Port Washington, Wisconsin, for like you know shooting deer off your backyard or something. Or stab like, wasn't yeah. he? Didn't he get in trouble for stabbing somebody? Yes, he did. He stabbed somebody in a bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got in trouble for more than that, though. There. Well, there. Yeah, yeah, there were other things. Am I currently googling? Is Screech still in jail? You bet I am. <laughs> Justin Diamond. Yeah, he was, at UMD. he was at UMD. He spoke at uh, he spoke at UMD like as a when he was generally like, sort of kind of clean, and he thought he was a comedian. Ooh, um, yeah, he was. Uh, I couldn't have gotten. I, I was I'm, not in I'm also, I'm also gonna say he's one of those that released a celebrity porn video, um, and it's one of those that nobody searches for because they were like, yeah, Dustin Diamond. They were just morbidly curious. They're sure, like, right. I, can't, <laughs> I can't imagine that. I have yeah. to see it for myself. That's how you stay relevant these days. <laughs> I mean, like, it worked see, for Kim Kardashian. Uh, <sighs> it didn't make her rel like it didn't make her stay relevant. It launched her career. Right, Chris yeah. Jenner. The brain for a behind. sex tape and a big ass. Oh. That's Kim Kardashian. Everyone needed to find out who this Kim Kardashian person was. And it was released during season one of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, the momager, oh. I'm sure, had something to do with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you don't believe, if you don't believe that that was 100% planned from the very beginning. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. That's sure. the difference between the youngs and the olds. Is like the youngs they launched the sex, they launched their career at the sex tape, and then remember when Rob Lowe had his come out, and it was like yes. it almost like scandal. Him. Scandal. Yeah. Rob Lowe has a sex tape. He did. Yeah. He did, and it was and and like, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Yes. I knew that one. Yeah, that Rob one is Lowe, an iconic sex tape. He was maybe one of the first ones that you ever heard of, and it was like, <gasps> and it like. Fucked up his career well, he was, for a long time. He was steering the boat with his penis. All right. So there's that. <laughs> what a visual. What a visual. <laughs> it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. Cool that shit. That's that's one of those where you where she's with Tommy Lee and you look at Tommy Lee and get too gross. And then you see that tape and you go, Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you're like, oh, it makes sense now. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> and then there's one like, like uh, Fred Durst. His his came oh, out and yeah. everybody went, Aww. <laughs> oh. <He's> so cute. <laughs> Bless his little that heart. Fred Durst, yeah. Oh ish. Oh ish. <laughs> okay, well that sort of leads us into game number one, I guess. Fred Durst is not on the fuck Mary Kill list, but he could be. Uh you never know. We wait, we still have another list. What? Oh, we do? Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, the brain breaks. Yeah, we definitely have to do that. Oh, doing both? I need one, obviously, I because I what? I thought you picking guys were one? just picking one. I didn't realize we were doing one. No, I, I, I thought they were good. Yeah, I like I your think brain breaks one. Our talk about sex tape is a great example of a brain break. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 we do that at work all the time. Oh, my God. 
stop talking about sex tapes. Un unofficially, unofficially, if someone from you, you know, <laughs> if someone from our place of work is listening, that is unofficial. Hashtag, you guys are in so much trouble. <laughs> Hashtag allegedly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, of course. We we're hearing that it was a sick ostrich. Um, <laughs> I I apologize. You're totally right. And I actually really liked this list too. So Jace, uh, let's talk about your brain breaks. Okay. So my number one is walks. Um, I think I had a, I had a very good teacher when I was learning graphic design and his number one thing was when you're a creative person, if you can't move your mind, move your body, your blood flowing, it helps clear out your brain. And when you come back and sit down, you are a little more ready to be creative. And especially with like graphic design, when you're working in advertising or something like that, it's forced creativity. You have to be creative on a moment's notice. So most creatives don't work that way, except for graphic design. Um, so yeah, walks. Walks are definitely just quick lap around the block and I'll come back and sit down and just feel much better. Corey and I do them about three times a day. Literally yeah. just get up, get away from our computer, take a walk real quick. We also live in a place where it's sunny, like 300 days a year. So yeah. I was about to say, like, you're in a place where you can do that all the time. <laughs> like, this will crack you guys up. Our heater's on right now uh, because it's 64 degrees outside. <laughs> I uh, was driving my car, and it's a solid 30 degrees outside, and my window was cracked. Same. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I drove around with the windows down, and it was 46 when I left the house this morning. So, I mean, it was a little cool, but... 46, I would be in a t-shirt. Right? In shorts. You guys, oh. you guys, it's spring. When I lived in Kansas, as soon as it hit 50, it was it was t-shirt, tank tops, and, and shorts weather, mm -hmm. like a flip-flops. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Because oh, yeah. it had been eight all year, or all winter. <laughs> um, <laughs> my second one is a weird one, and it's it's one of those things that that I know I enjoy, but I know other people don't necessarily. Um, I am addicted to scare cam videos on YouTube. They're, the scare cam compilations are always about 10 minutes long. And I think watching somebody jump out of their skin is probably the funniest thing on the face of the planet. I, okay. I agree. I'm, yes, I do too. And I must ask you, would you qualify? Have you seen, first of all, when on the Ellen show, which that is the irrelevant mm -hmm. part, where she sent Lizzo to the haunted house? Yes. No, I have not seen that. Oh my god. You have god. to. I... Didn't she send him with Andy? Yes. Or send her with Andy? Andy. Oh. I <laughs> weep with laughter every time I watch it. And I've probably watched it, oh my god, a hundred times. That is one of the funniest fucking things that I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. And Just, it is glorious and and i i will 100 admit that watching guys get scared is a hundred times funnier than watching girls get scared oh for sure mm -hmm. girls get scared and they scream and and you know it it's kind of expected <laughs> when you really get a guy and he he screams in a high-pitched little whistle like oh my god that is <laughs> literally <laughs> just Oh, yeah, and I, the males in those videos are trying not to be scared, so then they're like praying and saying mm -hmm. the funniest shit. Like, oh, it's just so good. Oh, I absolutely I, cannot recommend that Lizzo one to you enough, and you I, need to find it. I literally took a note to look up Lizzo Ellen Haunted House. <laughs> die. Um, die every time. My third one is the worst one on my list. 
because it's snacks. I disagree. That is the best one on the list. Yeah. But it's, I shouldn't be using food to fill in for those things. And, and But seriously, if I'm just at a point of like ultimate frustration, I will walk into the kitchen and grab a handful of peanut filled pretzels and just chow. <laughs> like, or grab a box of crackers and just go to town on the thing. Like, yeah. That makes sense to me. I get that one. Yeah. I, feel, I feel that one deep in my soul. <laughs> I enjoy snacks. If I could just eat snacks for every meal, I would. Right. Oh. Well, I mean, I do. So. Tori <laughs> and I actually have an idea for a restaurant that we want to call Tapetizers. Mm-hmm. And with a T at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the entire menu will be nothing but munchy food, like little appetizers. Yes. Yeah. You can I would eat there, yep. whatever. And like 40 beers on tap. So Tapetizers. <sighs> That's, that's actually really yeah. really smart. Um, trademarked people don't go yeah. stealing that shit. That's yeah. a really good idea. <laughs> I mailed it myself a year ago. You can't have it. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, our forty-five <laughs> listeners, one of them is going to stay like steal that right from you. <laughs> we <laughs> know all forty-five of them, so like we'll come right. after yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys? Oh, no. do, you guys know, do you guys know the poor man's copyright? Was that what you, you did? You mail it? An, yeah. An envelope and certified mail it to yourself and never open the envelope because it's certified mail. You have supposed to service marked a date on it. So you can claim, wow. you can prove that it was yours before, you know, this date. Oh, I didn't know about that. Ooh. Yeah. So if, you, if you haven't been published yet and you're writing a book, just for any authors out there, uh, any of you 45 people, um, <laughs> if you take your manuscript at the end before you go shop it around to, places to get it published and before you have an agent and things like that put it in a big envelope certified mail it to yourself and when it comes to you don't open the envelope it's sealed it's it's a poor man's copyright you can prove that that idea was yours and that the manuscript is yours that is brilliant uh, that's amazing because i'm pretty sure that i have genius ideas every fucking day so like i am single-handedly gonna save the post office <laughs> she's about to become her own it'll be good it's gonna be amazing. That's freaking sweet. Do you guys? Do you guys all have dogs? Yes. Yes. Okay. My my next brain break is a puppy pile. What I will do is, if I'm feeling really stressed out, I will literally just lay down on the floor of my office, and my two little dogs they always sleep in here during the day, so they will come over, and one of them always climbs directly on my chest and kisses my face, and the other one rolls up next to me on my side. I will just sit there and pet them for about five minutes, and after that, I'm good to carry out with the rest yes. of my work and, and continue with my day. That's like the most wholesome break I think anybody could ever take. Yeah. My endorphins are shooting off right now just thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. Right? They're, it's brilliant. That's what puppies are. They're just little balls mm-hmm. of love that take all your stress mm-hmm. away. Like, yep. They're better than those little stress squeezy balls. Like, scratching a puppy oh. just makes everything okay. Yep. For sure. You've never done and anything last... wrong with your dog. Your dog my is always... One, Perfect. You're perfect in every way. You're Mary Poppins to your dog. They are. Yes. Even, even when he's a little shit, there's only oh. one of them that ever is. So even when he's a little shit, he's still my favorite. Yeah. He is. Fine. My last one is BuzzFeed videos on YouTube. I, I like, like a lot that. of YouTube. I do YouTube a lot. BuzzFeed videos, specifically unsolved true crime and unsolved paranormal. Oh, you because are Ryan so- and Shane, the two guys that the two guys that host them are hilarious like they're just they're just non-stop laughter the entire time even when they're talking about something horrific like an unsolved mm-hmm. true crime murder or something they're still funny 
that there is my something, language. I love that shit. Yeah. There is something soothing about hearing stories of single women getting murdered by strangers. <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, well, it could be I am pretty a, sure. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. one of those things that's supposed to be your inside voice. Or your, your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I fully admit, and I say it all the time, I am a chicken watching the Food Network when it comes to true crime because <laughs> I am the ideal clientele to show up on uh, a milk carton for being missing and then have an episode done on me months later about how I trusted that guy on the internet because he said he was going to buy me champagne. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I... So when you go missing, we'll just... Well, we can't even go through your I'm phone because it'll be password not, protected. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not judging. I've done some crazy stuff in my life for a drink. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like dating I, during... Uh, pandemic is the worst because at least before you'd meet people from the internet and you're like okay we will go to a public place where if I scream someone will hear me now it's like come on over and it's like hmm I can't tell if you're a serial killer or if we're out of options <laughs> <laughs> oh my see oh now, my I, now my oldness is like Tori <laughs> don't do that Jesus. I totally get it. Jesus. Jesse, like, I am calling your mom. I am. <laughs> like, oh my God. Don't make us call Mike Seymour. Right. That's right. Don't make me call Mike Seymour. And don't, oh my God, for the love of God, do not invite someone from Minong over. What are you doing? Well, I never said I did. Or you never do. said you did. That's the part that disturbs I, me. Where did Minong come into this? Because that's where her cabin is. The Manong. Oh, in Manong. Now we've see, alienated like... two of the people who listen to our podcast. <laughs> no, see, I love the like videos thing because like I have a one, I have videos that I watch, but like they're two different ones. First is choreography videos. I'm never <laughs> gonna actually do the dances that they're doing because they're super incredibly talented people and I can't do any of that. And the other one is, and this is a recent one, is the Irish people try something. Oh, I love those. Oh, I love those. I do love oh, those. Especially if they're the liquor ones, like the alcohol-based yeah. ones. I'm just like, I'm in. I'm in. They're this is always, 10 minutes of fun. They're always funnier when they get drunk. Like, they're always yeah. funnier when they get drunk. Well, and like, after you watch a certain amount of them, you're like, oh, this is the girl that never gets drunk. And then she suddenly gets drunk, and you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. So I feel the video vibe 100%. I, I like all of those unless Leather Jacket Guy is in it. Oh, I he like Leather Jacket Guy. Oh, he annoys me. He's he funny, me. though. I've known too many people like him in my life, and I just, I know what he's about. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm well, not you dated him. one like that. <laughs> no, no, I did not. <laughs> you better taste than that. Thank you. <laughs> Well, now that we've alienated Leather Jacket Guy from our audience, too. <laughs> we're down to four Wouldn't people. Wouldn't it be hilarious if, like, suddenly he listened to that? I mean, come on. He'd be heartbroken. All of a sudden, we're going to see, like, like, the front cover of, like, OK Magazine is going to be, like, Leather Jacket Guy jumps off bridge in Dublin. Here's Wait, back. For, past. He jumps off to do fuck more. Yeah. We're about to do fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> 
But the likeliness of like actual stars listening to our podcast is pretty low. <laughs> Leather jacket guy never saw it coming. That's the problem. Like if he'd well, have been included in Fuck Mary Kill, he'd have been like, oh, well, okay. But like he never saw it coming, and all of a sudden, like blindsided by hatred. Right. Listen, by the time your guys' podcast is big in Dublin, um, I don't think you have to worry about that. As well. <laughs> I mean, after the first week, Jensen Ackles never got a hold of us. Well, I think he's I feel like we all killed him. Yeah, he's busy doing that, the press for ending that show he's been on, though. So he might just be like, maybe he's investigating his options for possibly for whatever possibly. he's going to do. Okay, so now it's time for Fuck Mary Kill. My bad. I yeah. jumped yeah. ahead. And I'm glad that we went back because those were all good brain breaks. I'm going to use that <laughs> video thing. I never thought of watching those to like, clear your head but i think that's a great idea um so jace do you want to tell us who your your three additions to the wheel of of fmk are and then we'll spin the wheel and get the three winners <laughs> and uh and we'll do our picks yes my three picks were in my email and i can't remember them off the top of my head so hold on two seconds mine were Oh, we, we chose, I, I picked two different lists. One I nicknamed I Have a Type Edition and the other one I nicknamed Dirty Old Man Edition. So we picked the I Have a Type Edition. So it was Sean Astin, Eddie McClintock and David Harbour. Okay. Uh, two of those I actually knew. So I felt pretty good about that. I felt like that was, that was- uh, Eddie, Mc, Eddie McClintock is the one you don't know, right? That is correct, sir. It, okay. You need to watch the show Warehouse 13. You will love it. Ooh, it's amazing. okay. I've heard of it. Okay. It's all, right. all done. So you all the seasons are up somewhere. You can watch it. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. So I've added them to the wheel. Um, I am not going to tell you who all is on the wheel because I think it'll be more fun if we don't do it that way. So there. Uh, but I had to tell them what happened. Um, well, because you're the guest. And so we oh, like okay. to give you more, um, you know, you're special. Yeah. We, all, uh -huh. we want people to know more about you. Okay. We're spinning. Here we go. Oh god, this is very exciting. I don't know. You can actually hear it that time. I know it's cool. Oh, okay. So the first one is Jared Kiso. Oh, there's applause. Oh, that's so cute. Uh Jared Kiso from Letter Kenny. Wait. Okay. All right, here okay. we go. Command. Oh, control enter. This is funny. I didn't know that it had a sound effect. Oh shit, I gotta look this one up. The second one is Jesse McCartney. <laughs> Guess which one's is mine. Okay. And <laughs> the third one is. Oh. oh, a late addition to the list, Daniel Cudmore. So we have <laughs> Wayne from Letterkenny. Jesse McCartney, who is not Paul McCartney, and Daniel Cudmore. Let the Googling begin. The beauty of it is, though, Jason, that your t your picks will still continue on yes, in this wheel, even after this episode. Even after this episode. Can I can I just ask what is it with all these skinny bitches? What what is happening? There are way too many ad abs in this group of men i'm sorry <laughs> is most definitely not so i feel like that is a mischaracterization however i need to look up this mccartney person because i have a feeling that it's like oh, how do you not know who that is 
Because I'm fucking old, Aaron. I am literally older than you are. Yeah, that's true, but you're gay, and that makes it different. Because <laughs> I am, like, suburban, white bread, boring-ass basic, okay? And so I, I have never seen this person before in my life. Note that I'm not, t like, correcting you. No, I, I, am not, I am not fishing for compliments. I know what I am. Uh, I've never seen this before, so okay. All right. Whatever. Well, as you are Googling Jesse McCartney, I will state, I will proclaim right here and right now, I would marry Jesse McCartney because I want him to sing to me that I'm, I have a beautiful soul day in, oh, yeah. day out. <laughs> uh, so he is my Mary. Okay. okay. Uh, Jared Kiso? Is that how you say his last name? Yep. He, he's the fuck. And he can only, um, you know, in his Canadian accent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> only quoting Letter Kenny would be accepted. Only and then, yelling, like, TikTok and pitter patter. Pitter patter, <laughs> let's get at her. <laughs> how are you now? <laughs> not, not too bad, you. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do I'm gonna you, force Jason to watch that show at some point. Back up for one second. Do Jace, do you know Letter Kenny? I I unfortunately do, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Oh. Wow. That's, that's Letter Kenny's right up there with Tiger King. What's that? Letter Letter Kenny and Ti Tiger King are like same level for me. Like those are oh. things that Corey watched in the other room while I was doing something else. Because wow, wow, okay, whatever. I mean, any immortal words of Aaron Tennis Olson, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> those uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so you're gonna marry this little kid. You're gonna, you're gonna, he looks like a little kid. You're gonna, you're gonna fuck Wayne from Letterkenny, and that Correct. leaves the other, this Daniel Cudmore person for you to kill. Yes, he's very attractive, but I just don't have an emotional attachment to him. So, okay. I mean, he's also Canadian, so that helps, but he, he's just gotta go. Okay. Yeah, others have more, more perks for me. Okay. It's fair. See, and, I'm in the, I'm going to kill Jesse McCartney. Like, <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. That's your generation. Now. Even though I just looked and he is 33. Like, he's not so, a child. Well, Jesse. So we, couldn't, we couldn't be his parents, but yet. Right. <laughs> I'm going to marry Daniel Cudmore because we're talking about a man that is six foot seven and just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Jason, you've seen him in X-Men. He's I have. I know. I know who he is. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck Jared Kisa. Wow. Come on. It's the accent for me. It's it is better. I know Jesse's gonna kill Daniel Cudmore. Like I already get that. Uh, I'm having trouble. I can't decide mm. actually who I'm gonna kill. I feel like Jesse McCartney is not going to make her list either. <laughs> See, that's why I'm having trouble. I've got, I've got mine. If you want, if okay, you want to think it. about it, bring it up. All right, yeah, go, go ahead. Jared Kiso, kill. No. Okay. Um, Jesse McCartney, fuck, because I could flip up like a pancake and toss him around a room. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and 
Daniel Cudmore Mary, but only if he looks like Colossus all the time and talks with the Russian accent, because, yeah. Right, right, obviously. Yeah. Seems fair, seems fair. Like, we're not really going for, like, realistic things here. Yeah, he has to be Colossus at all times. Like, there's no... Agreed. Sure, I can live with that. Uh, man, I'm still... See, I am going interesting, though, because I'm actually going to marry Jared Kiso. Um, because... I the strong silent just go do the work. I don't even care. You don't have to be around. You don't have to say much. I don't need that. I can just look at you. You can go do that whatever it is you do during the day. <laughs> the ideal relationship. Go away. Right. Come back if, when I need you. Right. If somebody fucks with me, he's gonna punch him in the face till they're dead. So I I'm gonna marry Jared Kiso. Now it comes down to this little 33 year old child or. <laughs> Daniel Cudmore and I I seriously I would feel dirt also hold up okay this fixed it I would feel fucking weird fucking somebody with the same name as me like that's Ooh. just that's just weird so I'm sorry <laughs> he's dead and the other guy is fine I that's fine I'll fuck him I don't care whatever you say that like it's, it would be a bad thing like, right, or like for the team <laughs> right like whatever I mean I guess if he feels like he has to like, what else am I going to do <laughs> this Sunday? I like, can I'm say on the sleeping with someone with the same name. It's awkward. Well, I mean, especially like, Super I mean, awkward. I just, you know, whatever. Like, you know, I, yeah. There's just strangeness associated with that that I don't need. And then when you add in the fact that he's just a baby, I'm just not interested. In that. You know, shortly, <laughs> shortly after I dated a Jason, I actually started going by Jason and changed the spelling. I wonder if that had something to do with it. Interesting. It could be. Oh, it's just too weird. It's too weird for me. Um, okay, so the score then. Uh, I don't think we've ever kept score before, but I don't this, think we have either. No, but I thought I would this time. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, it looks to me like so. Jesse McCartney is pretty much dead because we have two kills: one marry, one fuck. <laughs> uh, Daniel Cudmore apparently is marriage material because he is two marries a kill and a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And Jared Kiso is apparently just uh you're you're just sexualizing him because he's two fucks a killing a Mary. So we have we have dead Jesse McCartney, we married the Colossus guy, and we fucked Jason or uh Jared Kiso. Wait. That sounds accurate. Yeah, I mean that's, that works. Okay. <sighs> so that's good. Yes, I, I mean whatever. I'm not sure I agree, but that's okay. Uh, none of these. Well, so are is Dan? No, they're we got two Canadians, right? Daniel Cudmore's a Canadian. Is this a fact? Yes, he is. What about what about little young Jesse McCartney? Is he what? Where does he come from? Also he's Canadian. California. Is uh, he Canadian? No, he's nah, Canadian, he's from, isn't he? He's from Ardsley, New York, according to JesseMcCartney.com. You're thinking of Justin Bieber, who was Canadian. Yes. Same haircut. The mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. This fucking kid, this fucking kid is from Ardsley, New York, which is in Westchester County. So... It's going to relate to her husband in some way. No. Westchester County is where all the rich people live by New York. Oh, is it? So, yeah, I learned it in Law and & Order. And so I am pretty <laughs> sure that we have done well to kill him because he's probably annoying as fuck. Ardsley. I live in what do we uh, what do we do when Jesse McCartney sues us for slander? That's what I want to know. I said people sue y'all for slander. I will get a signed album. 
<laughs> I said probably. I didn't say that. And that's and that's all we want for you, Tori, is for you to yeah. have that sort of lovely yes. thing. Once I mean, that's he not- was on Sweet Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, so I will have oh peaked in life. God, that's impressive. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I know what that is. What? I know what that is, and that's the thing where one of them. So they were like they were like twin tween say that oh those yeah okay yeah no, and then I'm now worried. one of them is like a is like a waiter and the other one is like trying to be an actor again well one of them was on that new archie show what was it called riverdale oh, uh, riverdale, riverdale. Yeah. it was cool he was on and riverdale dylan... he played jughead oh cole and dylan sprouse that's yeah. what we're talking about dylan okay. just made a very very good movie i mean it was a bad movie but it was a very good movie um after uh, it was the second movie in the after series, like after dark or something. Hmm. It's a it's so, a young adult movie. I don't know. It was bad, but it was good. One of them, one of them has done nothing online really and isn't really doing much. The other one released a bunch of nudes of himself and now he has acting. Yeah, cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same, same with the Kardashian. Kardashian. Again. Staying oh, relevant. <laughs> Uh, the reason I was investigating their uh, their citizenship is because um, our next quick segment is the British binge of the week. I will start because here's the deal: you must go to Netflix. You must watch Marcella. It is three seasons long. It is done, and I shit you not, we have 20 minutes left of the the season series finale. And I had to take a shower so that I could come and do the podcast. And then my stupid family is coming and we have 20 fucking minutes left. And, and I want to know what is going to happen like real bad. So Wait, it's Marcella, Marcella, it like but it's Marcella. Um, it is Anna. So it's three seasons. It's three seasons, 24 episodes. But it's British. Oh, it's okay. British. It's British, but it's a um, it's a Netflix original, but it's one of the ones that they stole from ITV. So it's all gotcha. British people, actors. Um, Anna Friel is Marcella, who is one of those actresses that you're like, mm, I don't I know I've seen her somewhere and she's great. Um, who else is in it? Well, I've have we talked about my husband's theory that there's only 20 working male actors in Britain? Like, no, but I mean, we don't need to because that's the case. Yes. Okay. So, so several numbers of several members of the twenty are in this, including one of my personal favorites, Jamie Bamber, who oh, uh, I love him. I yes, exactly. So Lee is in it. He's great. Uh, And then, like I said, there's just some of those other ones where you're like, oh god, I know, I know that guy from somewhere. Um, it's just it's really good. It's a it's a cop drama, which is usually right up my alley anyway but it's yeah it's really good so that's my british binge of the week is marcella on netflix all right so i'm gonna jump right off of that into mine and mine mine is a very broad category when it comes to british binge but lately it has been literally anything narrated by sir david attenborough (laughs) i've been watching a lot of planet earth and then there's a new one on netflix called the life on our planet which is really good but like Anything like if that man could follow me around and just narrate my life, it would be the best thing that ever happened, ever. Okay, so Period. is he the guy from Jurassic Park? What? No, 
No. no, 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 no. Remember? Okay, so like, who is the old doctor from Jurassic Park? Because that guy also narrates things, and I love him too. The old doctor from, like, the, the old guy in the first Jurassic Park? Yeah. Like the um, one who created it? Yeah. The one who says, this is Jurassic Park. Okay, let me look. This is going to bug me, because I know it's not, I know it is not Sir David Attenborough. It's, oh, it, it oh, is not. Okay. It is not. It is not. However, okay. Yes. This is this is something I didn't know completely. That is Richard Attenborough. It's his brother. It okay. is. It is. <laughs> yeah, they're they're related. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I can understand the confusion. I'm I'm over being upset with you about that. He's the well. So Richard is is clearly the pudgy brother, and then yeah. David is the tall oh, skinny brother. They're both pudgy. Yeah, oh. they're both kind of pudgy, but like David. Is a little. They're less. both like nine hundred years old, so you get a little pudgy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I say that with no judgment, only to only to uh, to distinguish them from each other. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh sure, yeah. Okay. One one wanted to be behind the mic, and the other one wanted to be in front of the camera. So yes, that makes sense. I like that. Um, he's the one that was just just did the video with um Will and Kate's little cute kids. The um, probably yeah, yes, yes. Oh, that's a good choice. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, good Thank you. I'm so glad that you approve of my choice. Me too. Richard Richard Attenborough is no longer with us. Oh. In fact, that's why he wasn't in the next Jurassic Park movie because oh. he had passed away. Yeah. Well, but then it was also wasn't the second Jurassic Park movie the one that we all like choose to pretend didn't happen. We always did with the second ones. Two, three. Yeah. It's all. It's all. You can just pretend none of them happened. That's yeah. <laughs> Although to be. To be fair, for that original one, uh, still has not been topped by nice. To be fair, um, two, three has not been topped really, by any of them. Three was that the really bad one. Still the best. Three was the, the lot of world or whatever it was. Yeah, and that's the one where they went back to the island and they had learned to breed and yes, nature had taken over and they went. There was that whole part where they had to go through the cage of pterodactyls, which was just the. <laughs> Yeah, so it, was, that's, that's, it was another uh, movie that shouldn't have been made. Yeah, I think I saw two and I stopped because two is like also dumb. I don't remember I like anything about ones. it. Yeah, I like the I like new the ones. New they ones. are not as good as the first one. Like that first one, like there's very little CGI. It was all animatronics, and it is still fucking frightening to this day. A little girl's face well when was all done. in the kitchen. Oh my god! Yeah. That's also, um, just random fact, like in Jurassic Park, when the the Ford Explorer is like flipped over or whatever, and the, or no, it's not flipped over, but the T-Rex the comes down and like pushes the glass on top of them from the top, yes. like the roof. Remember remember that scene? Yes. That roof wasn't supposed to fall in. That, that, act, that like reaction is genuine. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's scary. I love it. Several things that would make, make me not want to be an actor ever is things yeah, like that. Right? Oops. <laughs> no. Oh, I love it. That's good. Uh, Torrance, how about you? Mine could even fall into the category of brain breaks, but it is the Great British Bake Off because you can put that on and just feel relaxed because they're all just like, I dropped my bunt cake on the floor. Oh my. And then they're just like, <laughs> So upset, but in such a calming manner, it it just really helps the anxiety. 
Tori, I have to introduce you to another one then. The Great British Sewing Bee. Oh, I bet oh, that's awesome. it, is, it is brilliant. It is the oh. same thing where these people are like, have you ever noticed in these shows, they're not competing for money. No. Like they are just competing for like the prestige of having like, it, I, won, I won the Great British Big Off. They, they like, win a pie plate. Nice. Yeah. I have like three pie plates in the cupboard like, that I've never once used. Like, <laughs> I watched yeah. this Australian one and I'm looking up that one's on um um Netflix too and it was it was a candy shop one. Oh, I've seen that. Uh and uh Zumbo's Just Desserts. That was it, Just Desserts. That yeah. one was really that was really good too because Australians are funny, you know, they're like they're like louder Canadians. And so that was really interesting. And they cook with really interesting different kinds of of candies and cookies than we have. And so that was, that was cool to watch. Well, and the guy, well, right. And the guy who's the host is like, like a crazy ass patissier who can do all, like there's like floating cakes and shit. And then it was like, it's like, you know, halfway between the British bake off and like nailed it. <laughs> where <laughs> Sometimes it worked and sometimes it was a big pile of shit, but it was a good show. Nice. I like that. Jason. Uh, yeah, Jace, did you prepare? We didn't really, I don't remember if we told oh, you to bring Binge, but. No, he told he me, he warned me. Oh, okay. He warned me, but I don't watch a lot of BBC shows. I, I'm not I'm not a huge BBC show watcher, but one thing that I am huge on is documentaries, especially documentaries about like history. Mm. I love Egyptian documentaries, especially. And there, there are a number of them on Amazon Prime, if you guys have that. Um, I don't have Netflix. I don't have Hulu. So Amazon Prime is kind of where I get all my stuff. But uh, I there's one called The Lost Queens of Egypt. Ooh. Amazing. Because a lot of times, especially during that point in history, they don't talk about powerful females. They don't talk about... And, and literally, after each one of them lost power, the Egyptians tried to wipe their memory from the face of the planet. They would remove their faces from drawings. They would remove their faces from statues, like all sorts of stuff. But Egypt holds the distinction of having one of the head professors at the College of Alexandria was actually a female. And she was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And amazing documentary, The Lost Queens of Egypt. Like highly recommend, highly recommend. Um, awesome. I, I do, uh, I do bleed off into the Australian TV though. Not so much BBC, but we just, we don't have Netflix. We don't have Hulu. We use a different service. I can't talk about, but, um, they, uh, we were watching season three of junior master chef Australia and Ooh. Australians aren't louder Canadians. Australians are British people without the need to save your feelings. That, oh, that's yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's true. Yeah. Same, same. They they kind of have the same senses of humor. They just, Australians just tell it like it is, and Brits are always worried about saving your feelings. Um, but we got all the way to the end, and the finale is gone. <laughs> finale is in there. So we're dying right now. We finally just oh. got it, and we're, we're getting ready to watch it tonight. But yeah. Oh my oh, god. I love it. We have to find out if little Kieran won. Uh, 
And being a good person, you didn't go and look up the spoiler. I did not. I did not. Good. We were looking for the episode, and I think I accidentally saw who won. But ah. I scroll past it real quick, and I'm just pretending I didn't see that. So, yeah. I have My story. favorite on the show is this little Egyptian boy named Philo, and he is he's just the cutest kid on the face of the planet, and he's an amazing cook, and I totally want him to win. But yeah, internet well, we're, spoilers. We're, we're rooting for Philo. Yeah, internet spoilers for foreign shows are the worst because I that happened to me with Downton Abbey. Like I loved Downton Abbey like everybody else. Like I again, hi, I'm basic. But and we got to the end of the second season where there was a really huge spoiler. And of course, it had already played in the UK. And I was innocently looking for like what date was gonna be on or whatever. And there it was. And I was like, how about if everybody fucks off? And I was <laughs> done with <laughs> and I was done with that show. Like I could not even could not even. I mean, because Downton Abbey to begin with is very anticlimactic, and so when yeah. you do get a little little burst of energy, like you don't want to ruin no. it. Oh, yeah. I always tell everybody when they ask about that show, I'm like, it is the most exciting yet boring show yes. you'll ever watch. And when it got boring, it was awesome because you could just look at it because it was beautiful, yeah. and so it was like, mm -hmm. oh, you know, like, oh yeah, okay, now I'll go back into listening to the actual conversation, like, oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't I don't care what it is. She could be reading the encyclopedia. If Maggie Smith is in it, I'm probably gonna watch it. It's just oh, yes. absolutely yeah. I love her Accurate. so much. Yep. I will buy whatever she sells. Yeah, and they 100. Yeah. percent Speaking of like with Jason Alexander, where it's like you you can clearly say that they chose him for that role. Like it's oh, so yeah. obvious that they were like, here's what we need you to do, Dame Maggie. We need you to come in. We need you to get <laughs> in the costume, and then we need you to every once in a while just throw in a one liner, and that's all we really need. And she's like, okay, I'm in. Like, oh, another random fact. <laughs> want she won't watch the episodes of that. She didn't watch any of it. Like on She'll TV, never watch until, yeah, because <laughs> she doesn't want to think that she could do it better. She doesn't want to like critique her own self, so she won't watch what she's in. She says she can't enjoy it. All she does is sit there and analyze her performance, and which yeah. is just not I would fun. Too. So. Yeah, I can understand that. No. I can totally understand that. Well, if she's and I mean, I guess it makes sense. That's probably why she's so good. If she's so detailed about what she does, I mean, it makes sense that then she can't circle back. If you if you ever watch interviews with her. She she doesn't just play a sassy oh. bitch on TV. She she kind of is. is a sassy bitch. <laughs> she a She's amazing. Yeah, that's what I figured. Was that it? Was like you seriously? You don't even have to act. Like we'll put you in the costume. We just need you to sit there and be <laughs> and just throw things in every once in a while. And she was like, "All right, sounds good." <laughs> like here's the general gist of what's going on. We would just right, have you to comment right. every once in a while. Right. And literally, it's it's her eyes. Absolutely nobody. Oh can look at you judgingly like Maggie Smith can. She just, <laughs> that is, she can so hard you on. Oh my God, she just gets this look on her face and you're like, and all of a sudden you're reanalyzing every decision you've ever made. You're like, oh God, you're right. She hasn't even said anything, but you're like, you're so right. <laughs> I knew I should have gone to medical school. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, maybe she'll oh. hear that podcast. That would be amazing. I guess <laughs> maybe hard to say. Uh, we're gonna introduce um, uh, a new closing segment called the Minnesota Goodbye. Jace, are you familiar with the Minnesota Goodbye? What a Minnesota Is it like goodbye. The Midwest goodbye. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then yes, I am. 
Okay, so this is the part where we start to wrap it up, only instead of being like, okay, well, join us next week, blah, 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 we have to, like, talk about something else completely unrelated for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. because we don't want to, you know, seem rude. So, um, so we are wrapping up. Here we go. Okay, I'm putting my coat on. I'm kind of standing by the door, but I might, but I might have to stand here for a little bit. We've got 30 minutes left then, because you have to talk by the door, then you talk outside the door, yep. then you have to talk at the car. Then everyone gets in the car and rolls down the windows and you talk through the windows of the car for a few more minutes and then someone finally has to pee and it's time to go. (laughs) I legit had that happen with my mom the other day. Like I was at her house, like she walks me out of her own house and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to go. Then we're like standing at the car, blah, 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 blah. Open the door, another couple minutes conversation, close the door. She's still talking, roll down the window. Like, it is exactly like you just said. And finally, I was like, I have to go grocery shopping. Like, I've been meaning to do that for like two hours now. <laughs> Mom, it is now next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> so it is time for me. Accurate. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we just noticed that as we had been closing our, our previous episodes, when it was like, okay, well, you know, then we just talked on for another five minutes and it was very clear that. We did the Minnesota goodbye without even trying. So it's just easier if you name it. That's right. Exactly. You know? It makes it look awkward. When you're like, hey, I'm going to be completely racist, like somehow that makes it okay. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, that's the Western all of itself. Too. After that said, we're like, right. You're like, uh, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? Is she really <laughs> it? But yeah, I mean, yeah, naming it like that makes it okay. Well, I've also recently found out what the Irish goodbye is. Hmm. Oh, an Irish guy is, is ghosting. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yep. I for real didn't know that until someone told me when a friend and I left a wedding. Mm-hmm. And someone else was like, you just Irish goodbye out of there? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm Irish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. there's But there's there's two different Irish goodbyes. So that's an Irish goodbye when you're with people that are not your family. When you're with your family, an Irish goodbye is... How can we figure out one more way to embarrass you before you leave? <laughs> so like we would go and get in the car. We kind of do the Midwest goodbye thing where we kind of talk as we're going towards the car and then we finally get in the car. Then, and I have pictures of this. My entire family lines up across the driveway and everybody does the two-handed wave. So as we're driving, as we're driving down the driveway, they're all, and my family's huge. So there's there's yeah. 28 people standing in the driveway, all doing the two-handed wave at the same time as we're backing out and yeah. I approve of that. I wholeheartedly the family, approve of that. family is a stitch. The ones that I've met, I just adore. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty funny. go wrong with a huge Irish family? That's fun. Right. Yeah. That's fun. That's just fun. Uh, <laughs> So let's do a reminder of the social media. Um, you can find us in lots of places, such as the Twitter, the Bookface, the Instagram. Uh, still haven't done anything with the Instagram, but we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> under the Old Young Gay Pod, I oh. posted a picture on the Twitter last last week sometime of an oyster casserole because spoiler for those of you who have not listened to the Dr. Smythe episode we talked about casseroles and hot dishes yeah and I was like this is is the kind of thing that this is the kind of thing that that kills people yes um (laughs) but but if you want to learn more listen to us wait that doesn't work anyway uh (laughs) awesome 
Um, does anybody else have anything that really, really huge that we have to add before we thank Jace profusely for his time with us and, and wrap up for yet another gorgeous week? There's nothing. I, I think we're probably taking a break next weekend. Yes. In between, in between, uh, the two holidays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so lazy. Oh, I know, right? Worst. <laughs> God. I hope hey. to be in a cookie coma is what I hope to be spending those Accurate. days as. Yes, and yes. I, I really I, have three trays of Christmas cookies already. Oh, so nice. I am pleased. I never have to cook them or bake them. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm pleased to note that this is the only, today is the only family obligation I have after this podcast. And so I have two free weeks with only, which basically is COVID, but uh, with only my own family. So, which is both a blessing and disastrous all at exactly. the same time. Yes. I kept thinking like, oh, over break, I can do this or over break, I can do that. Yeah, asshole, what have you been doing for the last nine months? <laughs> like, what are you waiting for that? I mean, whatever. Uh, I think I think we've Minnesota goodbye now. So I thank you to Jace McSheehy for joining yes, us. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Yay, had so much fun. New uh, young adult novel, which he has mailed to himself that is called Jaguar jingles and other assorted <laughs> coming to you. It's coming to your local independent bookseller soon. Uh, yes, right. thank you, Jace. It was lovely to speak with you. Uh, and as always, we are old, we are young, we are gay. We are back with you in a couple of weeks. So have a great holiday season if this is your holiday season. And if it's not, I don't really care. You need to just get over it. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Do 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 do.